The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Sex with Jaya is brought to you by Aloe Cadabra. Aloe Cadabra is 95% organic aloe vera. Visit www.alocadabra.com today. Step inside the sensual world of sex with Jaya. This hour will bring you sex education like you've never heard before. It's uncensored, no holes barred advice to increase your sexual knowledge and performance. Now, here's your host, Jaya. I'm ready for sex with Jaya. Are you? I am ready for some transformational sex with Jaya. Yeah, you love having a bad day. I've had a bad day. Yeah, so you really need some transfer Transformation. <laughs> I can't even say it. Transformational sex today. Maybe some vaginas will cheer you up, D-Love. I understand there's a whole book of them waiting for you. Yes. Today we're talking with the authors of a new book, Heart of the Flower, which features photos of 50 women's genitals. We'll also be talking with one of the women featured in the book, which I'm really excited about. Um, you know, I got this book a couple weeks ago. It's been sitting on my desk. I've been flipping through it, and I'm using it as an educational tool now, like showing you know some of my students. Well, look at look at these genitals, and look at that genital, and um, they're just really fun. Do you love? You were kind of flipping through it earlier. Yeah, I was taking a look at the wide, vera- wide array of beautiful flowers out there on the planet. Yes. And how many are in the and book? There, I think there's 50. 50, right. Yeah. Wow. 50 different photos. Well, there's a lot of photographs. Like, each woman has multiple photographs. Right. So that's kind of cool. And you asked me what name I like to call my genitals. Yes. What do you prefer? What name do you like to call my genitals, D-Love? Uh, can, I can say anything on the air. You can say anything. Anything. Uh-huh. Well, we were talking about uh, how we enjoy... Now, this may freak some people out, but enjoy that word, cunt. It's Right. It's powerful. I like the word yoni, you know, because it's nice and soft, and I come from the whole sacred sex world, and yoni is is really nice. But I also like the word cunt, because it has a little, like, oomph to it. A little oomph to it. Yeah. Yeah, and yoni is very pretty, and I think there's purposes for... For all of them, I think there's like a different moment for each name. Right, and vagina is is feels the most technical and the most uh, the least alluring of them all. Plus, it's not even technically correct, right? Right, because the vagina is just the hole. It's not the hole. Right. So, <laughs> vulva, which is a much more round, voluptuous word than vagina. Right. Or we could get all Oprah and be like VJJ, but that yeah. seems like we're avoiding the issue. Yeah, that's why, like, like that's one of my problems with Yoni. It's kind of like, well, let's just claim it. Right. Right. Well, since we're talking about female genitals, Jai, Jai, female JJs, now I'm starting to get it. I'm getting the Oprahism. We'll just call it the JJs. Anyway, since we're talking about female genitals and a wide variety out there, I have to talk a little bit about our body image issues when it comes to our nether regions. You know, I've always liked my vulva. 
I don't know. It's just something like I liked looking at it, and it was always lots of fun to play with, of course. But I know that there's lots of women out there who really, really hate their genitals, or they hate parts of their genitals, like, oh, that little flap of inner labia or that bump on my outer labia or that color that I don't like. Um, and a lot of women are having plastic surgery to fix, and I say that in quotes, fix themselves. Um, and some women are injecting even things into their G-spot, like getting collagen injections in their G-spot to make it bigger. Now, I'm not judging anybody for having surgery to help them feel better about themselves, but I also feel that there's a huge lack of education out there about what's normal, and that's had an effect, I think, on the increase in genital surgery because what we see in porn movies is one type, like there's very like a very specific type of vagina that or vulva that you see in most pornography. Would you agree with me, D-Love? Yeah, I mean, I've talked to you before that the expectations that we, um, us men, like there's a lot of talk about how women are victimized by um, imagery and having to live up to a certain standard, and I don't think it's uh, recognized as much just how much that um, affects and makes it difficult for men to be in the real world and be with the real person who's in front of them. Um, And... Uh, I grew up um, with, you know, in the, in the supermarkets, it was all of the beautiful airbrushed women on the front of Vogue. And when it came to um, girly magazines, the you know, about as racy as I was getting was We, I don't even know if that's out there anymore, um, and Penthouse. And Penthouse had some grit, but you're still looking at um, what's, our, what's been painted as the ideal physical body and Playboy, forget about it. It's all, you know, perfectly shaped, shaved vaginas or almost hairless vaginas. And there's very, very little real to relate to. Um, and so it can be confronting when seeing a um, vagina that doesn't look like that. It's like, well, what's going on here? Why, why not in all the Are you crashing something up there, D-Love? No, I think it might be our other guest. Oh, <laughs> Maybe someone's washing dishes in the background. Yeah. Um, so one of the women in the book really struck me. And the, the book is called Heart of the Flower, the Book of Yonis by Andrew Barnes and Yvonne Lumsden. And um, you can see this, this on this one page. You can really see clearly, of course, I'm really into scars. Anybody who knows knows that I've been doing research for the last year with Ellen Heed on scar tissue and sexual function. And, you know, I'm looking at all the yonis, and all I'm looking for now are scars. And um, there's one woman, though, you can very clearly see scars from her genital surgery. And so I read her story, and it just really touched me because surgery does cause scars, and scar tissue does affect your sex life. But at any rate, this woman had quite a journey from finding love of her genitals and realizing that there are no perfect genitals out there. You know, she was mad at her doctor for not giving her perfect genitals after having the plastic surgery. And really, you know, it's like we have this image in our head of what that's supposed to look like, but it just doesn't exist. It's like the airbrushed women on the cover of magazines. It's like they really don't exist, although they're they're sometimes walking around in L.A., I do see women who are pretty close to that. Sometimes walking around in LA, you know, like there's just gorgeous women walking around here. Our our ideal of what gorgeous women are, Um, but but no one really can live up to what's in magazines, like what it takes 
for that to, to happen. You know, there's airbrushing, there's plastic surgery, there's makeup, there's like hours and hair. I, I remember, do you love, do you remember when we were on the Tyra Banks show mm-hmm. and they spent what, how long on my makeup and hair? Oh, at least an hour and a half, maybe longer. It was like, it felt like hours I was sitting in the chair. And then, you know, I had fake eyelashes and fake this. And I mean, they were putting hair extensions on some people. It's like, it's it's just so much smoke and mirrors in the media. So um, I really hope that this show helps women to love their genitals, no matter what size, shape, or color they are. Okay, and now I have to talk about oral sex because every day I'm giving my my audience a little oral sex tip. So the oral sex tip today, I call this one look, lick, and love. So start simply by looking at her vulva. Gaze at her female genitals. Take a moment to tell her what you notice, like, I love how wet you are, if you see wetness, or, ooh, you're so pink and delicious. You know, like, I think as women, we sometimes we just need to hear it, and that's a turn-on. Like, our ears are a trajectory to getting wet, especially if you tell us how wet we are. It's like, we'll get even wetter. Then, once you've talked to her vagina a little bit, then you give her a little long, luscious lick with the flat of your tongue, a long lick, like an ice cream cone lick. And then you tell her something amazing about the way she tastes, like, oh, you taste so good, I want to just devour you. Um, or I, I always like, you know, when somebody says on something like a fruit, you know, like like a mango, oh, you taste like mangoes, great. <laughs> I want to taste like mangoes. Um, do you love, you're, you're a pretty good loving linguist. Would you um, add anything to that? Like, what are some things that, you know, if you're giving kind of lingus that you could, after you've licked her, or, you know, just kind of reassure her? What are some things you would say? Um, oh, boy, you're putting me on the spot. I am. Uh, you wrote uh, that beautiful thing to me about, like, loving my folds and wanting to devour them and dive into my folds, and that that was really good, D-Love. <laughs> well, you're helping me out. you you put me in the spot and you help me out. Yeah. Um, uh, also, uh, um, I have, it could be good to say something about smell because uh, you're, you know. Oh, yeah, we're also very conscious about smell. Yeah. You. It, yeah. It smells like a bed of roses down here. Or um, one of the comments of the book, the, the, her lover said, called them her briny folds. And I wasn't mm-hmm. sure how I felt about that. You know, briny has that uh, sea salt kind of thing. All right. Um, <laughs> it, it must appeal to her. Uh, I mean, I think it could be very accurate because there can be a kind of salty, um, warm, musky kind of feel. But it, So, I don't know. I'm a little stumbled because, like, authenticity is, is what we're all about. Um, yeah. And it's about being authentic and again, generating the feelings of uh, connection and warmth and, like you say, making um, your partner feel good. Um, so um, I would Yeah, say- I wouldn't go with roses because, you know, like, like vagina doesn't taste like roses unless she has, like, rose – unless she really does. Like some – I was listening to Playboy Radio today. They were talking about putting, like, lotion on their hoo-hoos and, right. um, you know, like making it smell really good, which I'm not all into. But here's I kind of like that line from the vagina monologue. Like, you know, I want it to taste like vagina, not like spring, summer rain, you know. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, I love that's that. An, that's another thing you and I talk about is like w- w- that smell is another thing that people get uptight about their own smells. And buried in those smells are the pheromones, pheromones. the whole bouquet of hormones that really 
they're warning signals. They tell us who we really genetically can be hooked up with. So if you got all those perfumes going on, the, it can block it. What? It can block it. It can block it. it. Block block the information. Yep. Okay, well, we have to go to break. And when we come back, we're going to be joined by Andrew Barnes and Yvonne Lumsden, visionary authors of the new book, Heart of the Flower, as well as one of the book women in the book, Leela. And I want to remind everybody that you can get 20% off your order of my new favorite lubricant at com by using coupon code JAYA, that's J-A-I-Y-A. Plus, you'll get free shipping on any order if you order three bottles. All right. This is going to be a really fun episode. I'm already having tons of fun. Um, so, D-Love, yep. I just want to say that I love you. Mm, I love you, too. And, you know, you can tell me about my folds anytime. <laughs> All right. I'm open to hearing more. You're open. I, I talk about that. Yes, yes. My rose petals are opening to your... Opening. See, this is part of it. It's like being creative, but not... Budding, blooming... They're blooming. My rose petals are blooming for you. Moist with dew. (laughs) All right. More sex with Jaya when we return. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Let's say you're female. Let's say you're over 50. Let's say your partner takes a little blue pill. Let's say he's ready to go maybe four hours. Let's say that's unfair. There's no little blue pill for women, but there is Aloe Cadabra, the first personal lubricant that's made from 95% organic aloe. So it's as natural as nature which means it naturally does for your body what your body may no longer naturally do for itself. We're not saying that it will last four hours, but if you're lucky, neither will he. Aloe Cadabra. Feel the magic happen. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. Drawing on resources from wellness communities throughout America and abroad, the show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Wellness Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Are you ready to become an oral sex aficionado and give your partner unforgettable pleasure day and night? Jaya, world-renowned sexologist, has created the ultimate educational experience for couples. Oral Sex for Couples features over 100 techniques in a three-volume series. Guys, learn hand and mouth combinations that will send her soaring. Women, Master ancient oral arts that will not only leave him breathless, but are said to keep you youthful and glowing. Both of you will be inspired to try the best positions for comfort and pleasure as you make love with your mouths. Watch now at www.oralsexforcouples.com. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Sensuality. Sensuality. Oh, 
You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. Be sure to check out all my websites, MissJaya.com, RedHotTouch.com, OralSexForCouples.com, NewWorldSexEducation.com. i got a lot of sites out there. And I'm about to launch a new site in a few months, but I'll keep you all in suspense about what that's about. I'm really excited. All right, so let's talk about female genitals. Hello, Andrew and Yvonne. Hey, Joy, how you doing? I'm doing Hi fantastic. There. How are you guys doing today? Great, thank you. It's actually 1 a.m. in the morning in Amsterdam. 1 a.m. in the morning? Oh, my goodness. Thank you so yeah. much for being on the show. Wow. You're welcome. You're dedicated. 1 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> Everybody, you have to go to their site right now. Heartoftheflower.com is their site. This is their new book. It's an amazing book full of photographs of beautiful, amazing female genitals. And um, I just want to dive in. We also have Leela on the line. Hello, Leela. Hi, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. How are you today? Awesome. And where are you calling from? Phoenix, Arizona. Phoenix. So we've got Phoenix and Los Angeles and Amsterdam on the line. I love that. Um, one of the great things about Internet radio and all the great things at Voice America. So I um, want to dive in with some just questions about the project itself. And for Andrew and Yvonne, what really inspired you to do this? What inspired you to make this book? A lot of work went into this book. When I look at it, I'm like, oh, my goodness, this is a huge project. So what really inspired you to do this? Yeah, it was a huge project, and it basically started out, Yvonne and I run uh, women's sexuality retreats, and we were on a retreat, and we just finished doing a silent meditation walk through the rainforest and um, all of the women were feeling really empowered about their bodies and feeling really empowered about their sexualities and their genitals and one of them just turned around to us and said we think you should make a book about this because more women need to know about your message and we sort of looked at each other and went hmm not a bad idea and then a few days later um, a, a dear friend who became the editor of the book Carmen sent me an email with a paper from two doctors who'd written an article about um, how labioplasties had tripled in the last five years, doctors Lau and Crichton from the UK. And when we read that paper and realised that women had started getting labioplasties and that the amount of them had tripled, we felt just compelled to make the book. Wow. And Leela, what inspired you to be photographed for this book? Well, I was at the uh, DACA Dakini Conference in Sedona when Yvonne and uh, Andrew were there and presented on this topic, and I had already heard about the book because they had, a, they had the trailer out for a while um, before they came to Sedona, and when he presented, he showed part of the docu- uh, documentary on uh, labiaplasty surgery, and um, I just really felt, you know, when I was asked if I would like to participate, I just felt really compelled to do so for the same reasons. I mean, it's just uh, remarkable to me, and not in a positive way, to know that so many women out there um, would, you know, really are feeling that uncomfortable with themselves that they would resort to surgery to feel better. Mm. So, and um, and I, who, who you know, took the photographs? 
Excuse me? Who took the photographs? Oh, uh, Yvonne took the pictures, and Andrew was the director. Mm. <laughs> so, Yvonne, what was it like to work with the women who you photographed for this? Oh, it's been an absolutely amazing experience to have um, women that didn't know some of the women that came along for the photos. They've never met Andrew and I before, so they just came in complete trust of the process. And it was was as if they were answering a calling, a deeper calling within themselves that they just felt that they had to be part of this project um, to empower other women. It was really interesting too because we had some women, you know, they they turned up in groups with, uh, you know, celebrating, and I think some of them even may have brought a bottle of champagne. They were so excited about being able to be a part of this amazing project, and you know, other women were pulled up on the side of the road in their cars in tears to talk to them on the phone because they were so it was bringing up so much emotion for them, but they were still feeling really compelled. To, to support this amazing project as well. Mm. It's just it's, it was incredibly honouring to be in that position where women were, you know, exposing themselves for want of better words, and um, to people that they'd never met before, um, to be photographed in such intimate positions. It was deeply humbling and honouring to be part of. Mm. Mm. So what do you really want women to take away from this book? What do you want them to learn? Um, how you know? I was saying earlier that there's such a lack of education around our genitals uh, that I feel like that's one of the reasons why labiaplasty and surgeries are on the rise. What is it that you really want women to learn from this book? The, the ultimate message is to that celebrate that to diversity is normal, and um, whereas in certainly in, in Australia, in the pornography world where um, women's genitals are airbrushed to appear a certain way, and that's what women are um, comparing themselves to. Hmm. Uh, D-Love. Yes. I just have to throw in a question um, to you, which is, you know, how did you feel? You were flipping through the book earlier today in my office, and how, were you, how did you feel looking at women's genitals in this way, in the book? Um, uh, there's a couple of things I noticed about the presentation. One is that we're really just looking at the genitals, and usually it's matched with <clears throat> pictures of flowers and um, similar geography found in nature. Mm-hmm. Um, I, f- I found that that's really a compelling and wonderful way to present the topic because um, each, to be poetic about it, each woman is a flower, each woman is unique. Um, and I think that the having this kind of presentation of female genitalia uh, is very necessary because it's like we were talking about before the break. Um, what is out there is just the, the um, airbrushed version of women. And when presented with real genitals, and they don't all look like that, um, that can lead to, to more misunderstanding and kind of fear. So I think, you know, I'm looking at that book and I'm going, this is great. It's a great way to indoctrinate my brain of like there's a lot more out there than this airbrushed perfection that we've come to expect women to be. Mm-hmm. I love you, D-Love. Have I said that today? You did, before the break. Okay. You're going to make people vomit. you got to <laughs> Well, you're having a bad day. I'm trying to cheer you up. Thank you. <laughs> but, but I really do love you in an authentic way. 
So everyone has to go to the website, heartoftheflower.com, and Leela's site, leelasullivan.com. It's L-E-E-L-A-S-U-L-L-I-V-A-N.com. Leela, I have a, a story, uh, story, a question for you, which is I just want to know your own personal story. Every woman also in the book wrote something to go along with their pictures pretty much. Um, and so there's a little story about how they feel about their genitals. Some women wrote poetry. But, Leela, I'd love to hear a little bit about your story, about your relationship with your vulva. Okay. Well, um, as I wrote in the book, um, I, in terms of visually, I always found her. I found her very beautiful, and I've always liked to look at her and play with her and um, all of that. Um, But my relationship with the inside of my yoni was um, a very difficult relationship for quite some time, and um, I had a lot of trouble actually um, being able to be penetrated for many, many years. And so I I go into all the details of that in in the story that I wrote for the book, and and for me that was actually the the more challenging aspect, the the photograph, uh, or I should say the film, taking of the picture was a lot of fun, but then actually writing the story and writing it in a way that I hoped would be empowering without being melodramatic, because there's, you know, it wasn't the prettiest story in, uh, ever, um, was the part that, you know, was a little bit more challenging for me. Um, and I feel really good about it. I, uh, and I've come through um, to the other side. You know, I started off being very sexually active as a teenager and having great sexual experiences, and then that really shifted and stayed um, challenging for close to 30 or over 30 years. And then um, in the last, um, well, I guess it was about six or seven years. No, no, he hasn't been that long. It's only been about four or five years. I just did, a, I really worked a lot to restore um, the inside of my yoni physically so that I would be able to enjoy penetration. And, um, and I came to really recognize that um, where I had always thought that she had, and I refer to her as she is as her own entity and being, that she had betrayed me, I came to realize through the sexual healing work that I did that she actually created a boundary for me when I didn't have the voice to create it for myself and that um, I was actually, I came to have this whole newfound respect and love for um, the role that she had played in that. And, um, and now and, you're, you're helping other women. And now I'm helping other women, yes. Wow, amazing. And, uh, you know, it's quite interesting, our journeys of our genitals. I really encourage women to kind of write your own journey. That's That would be cool. And you just got the book today, Leela, right? I did just get the book today. I was so hoping you it would show it. up before I, I spoke on the radio about it. And it's beautiful. It's really beautiful. It's the first time I've seen, I didn't really know, I'd never seen any of the pictures of my yoni that they had taken, so I really didn't know what ones would be in there and what it would look like. And I'd and I'd seen three different flowers, and you know, said so which one I liked the best. And at this point, I don't even remember which one it was. And I love how it turned out. It's just absolutely beautiful. Yay! Yeah, uh, that's exciting. I know. I love it when things I haven't seen yet, and then I get them, and I'm like, oh, okay. I'm, there's always a little bit of nervousness, <laughs> especially <laughs> around getting intimate photos done, and uh, and how they look. So. Um, that's exciting that you loved it. And yeah. and have you shared that yet with Yvonne and Andrew? Um, I had not had a chance to share it. I, I sent them an email earlier just letting them know it had arrived, but I, I had at that point even had a chance to look at it, and then I just finally got a chance to sit down with it uh, about an hour ago. So mm. this is the first they're hearing that, yeah. And Yvonne and Andrew, what has been the feedback from women who have seen the book? Uh, quickly, we are, we're, it's almost time for break. 
Are they there? Oh, yes. So, um, oh, it's just been amazing to have the responses of the women that they've, some of the women that have been in the book when they've seen the pages that it's taken over three years to make the book. So, like yourself, Leela, it's like, oh, women, I can't remember what photos may be in there, what flower did I pick. So, when they've seen it, they've just been, it's been what they've hoped that it would be. Hmm. This this amazing form of beauty, and women that haven't been in the book that have seen the book, they that they find it incredibly healing to hear other people's stories. Mm-hmm. And we've had feedback that women, other women that work as therapists, have been showing the book to their clients, and just finding it profoundly healing and enlightening. Wonderful. Wonderful. We have to go to break. So when we come back, we are going to ask the authors more. We're going to pick some brains about some tips that women can learn to love their genitals. More Sex with Jaya when we return. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you ready to become an oral sex aficionado and give your partner unforgettable pleasure day and night? Jaya, world-renowned sexologist, has created the ultimate educational experience for couples. Oral sex for couples features over 100 techniques in a three-volume series. Guys, learn hand and mouth combinations that will send her soaring. Women, master ancient oral arts that will not only leave him breathless, but are said to keep you youthful and glowing. Both of you will be inspired to try the best positions for comfort and pleasure as you make love with your mouths. Watch now at www.oralsexforcouples.com. Wielding power, shaping environments and outcomes, and making things happen are all essential characteristics of great leaders. Yet these qualities alone are not enough to ensure your success. In a complex world, how do you decide what's most important to you? In your career, your relationships, your finances, your family, in the world around you, in the whole of your life at large. Dr. Joseph Riggio, the host of Leadership Intuition, says that personal leadership, the desire to take charge of your life, is the key to creating futures that work and building a life worth living. Join Joseph as he reveals the power of uncovering and living your own personal mythology, the key to personal transformation, exquisite performance, and social influence. Learn to look inside and discover your personal mythology and unique leadership style. Go beyond conventional advice and discover your unique success blueprint on Leadership Intuitions with Dr. Joseph Riggio each Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Leadership Intuitions, power, achievement, relationships. Let's say you're female. Let's say you're over 50. Let's say your partner takes a little blue pill. Let's say he's ready to go maybe four hours. Let's say that's unfair. There's no little blue pill for women, but there is Aloe Cadabra, the first personal lubricant that's made from 95% organic aloe. So it's as natural as nature, which means it naturally does for your body what your body may no longer naturally do for itself. We're not saying that it will last four hours, but if you're lucky, neither will he. Aloe Cadabra. Feel the magic happen. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com.
tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. We're talking with the authors of the new book, Heart of the Flower, a wonderful, amazing book. I highly, highly recommend going to the site and getting one. Heartoftheflower.com is their site. And I'm also speaking with Leela Sullivan, who was photographed to be in the book. LeelaSullivan.com is her website. So I want to dive back in with questions because I really, you know, this show is really about educating women and offering them lots of tips and men and couples and anybody out there in between. Um, any information that we can offer them about learning to love their genitals today. Um, so, Andrew, I'll just we'll just do like a round table. And, Andrew, go ahead. Any advice, any tips you have for women to help them really love their genitals? I think one of the most important things is that women need to stop um, comparing themselves with images that they're seeing in the media or in pornography movies. That's one of the issues that's, that's actually in caused this massive increase in labioplasties around the world is that women have started watching porn, comparing themselves with the women in the pornography, but most of the women that are in the movies have been chosen because they have a particular look that they call the clamshell look. Um, and if women are looking at themselves, and if they don't look like the women in the movies, they think that there's something wrong with them, and that's bringing this, this, whole, new, this whole new issue in, into play. So the thing that I would recommend the most is stop comparing yourself and start loving yourself. Mm, wonderful. Yvonne? I would say take some time with yourself, connect with yourself, and um, just place your hands on your yoni. Feel her without the necessarily, of the, as Andrew's saying, the comparison is to, to feel her textures and connect with her. I think that's really important because oftentimes what I see with my eyes is not the same as way something feels. I, I always remember this from a workshop I was at where we closed our eyes and we were just walking around the room and feeling people's bodies. And what my touch was most attracted to was like the most voluptuous bodies, like the the most meaty, like substantial, just voluptuous bodies, whereas my eyes like really thin, tight, toned, muscular bodies. And so it was really interesting to note that what I felt I liked was totally different from what my eyes liked. And um, I think that that's a really important thing to say is like, like feel your vagina, feel your, your vulva, your external female genitals, whatever, your pussy, your cunt, whatever you like to say, whatever you like to call it, and, and notice the difference between what you feel and what you see and what, how your eyes judge. So I think that's really important. Thank you so much, Yvonne, for that. Leela, what would you recommend to women in helping them learn to love their genitals? Well, I was going to say the same thing, so I'll add to it. Uh, the idea of touching is um, I would say taking um, your left hand and placing for them to take their left hand placed on their heart and their right hand actually cup the outside of their uh, yoni and, and just breathe um, and really create you know, more of a connection between their heart and their yoni and then to really explore um, themselves and, and how um, and the level of pleasure that they can give to themselves and, and really develop more of a relationship and dialogue and, and really um, get to know what 
she likes and what she wants and really tap into that. Mm-hmm. I, that reminded me something, too, of, like, breath being important, but also um, this idea around uh, the disconnect, too, between, like, our whole bodies and the idea of pleasure. And mm-hmm. we're so disconnected from our pleasure, like, so often that we think, like, pleasure is only with our eyes, but that it can be with all of our senses. And um, it just reminded me so much that when, again, I'm going to go back to scar tissue because I'm so into it, but, you know, when we get surgery or trauma or anything like that to our vaginas, that the scar tissue can inhibit pleasure. And so if really, like, pleasure is the goal here, then... Then so I I question that you know all the the labiaplasty because wow like that can cut off pleasure. Okay, D Love, I'm just gonna I'm gonna get off my high horse about scar tissue <laughs> and ask you what you know what advice would you have for guys, D Love? I'm throwing you a curveball again um, to help their partner. I mean I know it, it ultimately comes down to the woman has to love herself. There's not really um, a lot. It, in changing her, and I know this has been a big issue for you, D-Love, but what kind of like advice would you give a guy out there to kind of help? Well, I'll transmute what I, transform what I was going to say specifically for the woman, but it w- would apply, um, is that there's, there's um, nerve endings, there's tissue there, um, and all of it's unique, and each area, each fold, the larger clitoris, the smaller clitoris, the labia that um, might bulge out or um, be larger in one area than another. All of that is is um, the architecture, the individual architecture of um, that particular vulva. And to touch it, to feel it, to learn each curve and each shape, like it's a piece of beautiful geography, uh, like it's the fold of a flower. Um, and as a male partner to a female, taking the time to... To caress a particular area and and have your partner feel what that little fold feels like and what that adds to her pleasure, I think could go a long way to create a, a deeper sense of of um, the purpose for it's, all of that. It's like that little nub on your ear that I love. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I love playing with that little weird extra piece of skin on your ear. You get a lot of pleasure out of that. I do. I get pleasure out of touching it, which you could, you know, my partner might see. Do you love? You might see it as like this little thing maybe you might want to cut off. But, boy, I love that. I would hate it if you cut it cut it off. <laughs> I have a knife right now. <laughs> All right. So um, I want to go back. Andrew, I want to talk a little bit about female ejaculation, the G-spot. It is such a hot topic. My number one downloaded show is on female ejaculation. So um, I just, what what is your understanding of the G-spot and female ejaculation? And I know that's a whole huge topic, but go. <laughs> so but basically, most people don't realize it, but uh, every woman on the planet is born with a G-spot. The reason why um, born with a G-spot and a female prostate gland. So um, the first thing to understand is that the G-spot isn't really talked. When we say the G-spot, we're not really talking about like a thing that you can hold in your hand, like it's not an organ. It's actually talking about a location. And the location of the G-spot is just inside the vagina, just behind where the clitoris is. And it's that, that sort of rough area that's like um, the roof of your mouth, those corrugated ridges. 
Now, the G-spot is actually where the um, urethral sponge melds into the vaginal barrel and those ridges, those corrugated ridges, is what you're actually feeling. This urethral sponge houses the urethra and actually inside the urethral walls is where the female prostate gland lies. Now, the reason why men have a prostate gland is because women do, because all fetuses up to about 10 weeks old actually resemble the female body and at about 10 weeks, if you're going to be a male, your body starts changing into a male. So basically everything that a male has, a female, a woman has as well. So by putting your finger inside and stimulating that location that we've called the G-spot and stimulating that area, what you're actually going to do is stimulate the urethral sponge and the urethra where the female prostate gland is housed. So by stimulating that enough and given, and if the woman is relaxed and open enough, there's a good chance that she'll be able to ejaculate just like if you were to put your finger inside a man's bottom and stimulate his prostate gland, he would ejaculate. Mm-hmm. So the, the awesome. latest research that's come out of, that are in medical journals um, clearly shows that all the tests that they've done have found prostate tissue and also prostatic fluid when they've done female ejaculation tests. Awesome. You know, I still, I'm, I'm an ejaculator, and I still worry every time that I'm going to pee instead of ejaculate. It's just so funny. Like, even though I know it's not, I still have the worry in the back of my head. So, <laughs> but I can tell you that it is ejaculate. Like, no matter if I smell it or whatever, it is, you know. And maybe sometimes, maybe sometimes with some women there might be a little bit of urine mixed with it. But really, does it really matter? I mean, it's not that. It's not that disgusting. I mean, it's it's just it's just a fluid anyway. But mm-hmm. the, but the majority of it is prostatic fluid, and that's that's being tested. And the latest medical journals, the the research is saying that that's the case. Awesome. Well, when we return, we'll have more from Heart of the Flower, Andrew, Yvonne, and Leela. More Sex to Jai when we come back. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Let's say you're female. Let's say you're over 50. Let's say your partner takes a little blue pill. Let's say he's ready to go maybe four hours. Let's say that's unfair. There's no little blue pill for women, but there is Allocadabra. The first personal lubricant that's made from 95% organic aloe. So it's as natural as nature, which means it naturally does for your body what your body may no longer naturally do for itself. We're not saying that it will last for hours, but if you're lucky, neither will he. Aloe Kadabra. Feel the magic happen. Now there's a new destination for video content. VoiceAmerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7. VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. 
Are you ready to become an oral sex aficionado and give your partner unforgettable pleasure day and night? Jaya, world-renowned sexologist, has created the ultimate educational experience for couples. Oral Sex for Couples features over 100 techniques in a three-volume series. Guys, learn hand and mouth combinations that will send her soaring. Women, master ancient oral arts that will not only leave him breathless, but are said to keep you youthful and glowing. Both of you will be inspired to try the best positions for comfort and pleasure as you make love with your mouths. Watch now at www.oralsexforcouples.com. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. tuned in to sex with jaya to ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own please call 1-866-472-5788 that's 1-866-472-5788 feeling shy send an email to jaya at missjaya.com that's j-a-i-y-a at missjaya.com now back to sex with jaya I'm talking with the authors of the new book, Heart of the Flower, Andrew and Yvonne. You can go to heart and the, uh, heartoftheflower.com to see more about Hi. this book Hi and this project. Hi. And um, Leela, leelasullivan.com, uh, to check out more about Leela, who was part of this book project as well. And you know what? We also have a mutual friend, Davin Infinity, who did some of the artwork, I believe, for this book, right? Did yes, I lose Davin. Them? Hello? Hello? Yeah, hi, sorry. The phone just broke up a little bit then. Okay, I was just asking about Davin because uh, he's a friend of mine. He did our Birth, uh, Birth of the New World um, film, and uh, I think he worked with you on this project. Is that correct? We were so fortunate to have Davin involved. We actually flew him out to Australia where we live um, about a year and a half ago, and he spent some time at my place helping us design and, uh, the graphic the graphic artistry for the book. Because as you've seen, it's like it's not just photographs, it's it's an artistic expression as as well. So without Davin, the book wouldn't be the way that it is. So we're so fortunate to have had him involved. Mm. Yeah, I have to let people know that this book is like full-color pages. It's not just like a little hard, ba- hard or soft you know, soft cover book. It's a hardback book, and it weighs more than my laptop. I think. How many pages are in it again? You can look at the one sixty four. One hundred and sixty four pages. So it has it's this ton yes. of information besides the just the pictures of the women. It also has a number of chapters um, with anatomy and physiology, and you know, I love this. I just have to point out that I love this picture you have in here of the cervix. And my own personal story is, like, there's two cervixes in the book, by the way. It's on page 121, if anyone has it and they're following along. Um, (laughs) And there's a picture of a cervix that's sort of round, and then there's another picture of a cervix that's more like a slit. And it's really interesting because when I looked at my cervix before I gave birth, it was like the round one. And then after I gave birth, it was like the one that looks more like a slit. So I just thought that was really interesting because it's like, that's like a before and after picture of my cervix. 
Yeah, and the one the one that looks like a slit is actually a woman's cervix during menstruation. That's amazing. Yeah. Really amazing. And then you have personal stories, which I love. Um, can you tell me a little bit about that chapter? Because I haven't read that one yet. Okay, that's the orgasm chapter. So I, I was going to write you know, information about orgasm, but then I sort of felt into it and it felt more truthful to interview some women about their personal experience of orgasm. So um, we actually did self-pleasuring rituals with all the women that we interviewed and then straight after the self-pleasuring rituals, we interviewed them about their experience of that orgasm. Mm-hmm. And so that, that, that whatever's in the book is exactly what they spoke to us. Wow. And so, Leela, since you were a personal push person in here, I hope you, I don't mind me asking this, but what was your experience? I would say, I think I missed out. I didn't have a self-pleasuring ritual in there, although I did have Andrew as a fluffer. So another piece of this was pleasure, and I think that that's really cool. And what, mm-hmm. so what was your experience of pleasure then, Leela, with your genitals in this, in this project? Well, I, as I said, I didn't, we didn't actually do a self-pleasuring ritual um, for my photo shoot, um, but I, I had a great deal of pleasure just that she was getting all this wonderful attention, and, you know, and it was very playful because you know, Andrew was, at, was suggesting that he was directing and suggesting that I do something to change um, the direction, you know, something about how she uh, just to, I don't know, to open up so that a fold was more visible or something. I was like, well, where's my fluffer, you know? And then he's like, well, okay, and jumped in. So we just we had a lot of fun. It was all very playful. And, and silly, and it was um, it was a good time. Great, I love that. <laughs> I love you know, I love the freedom in it all. Which reminds mm-hmm. me, then you know, you've got a chapter also on body image and uh, sex education, which you know, of course, I love. I, but then, but then, chapter five is one that I'm really interested in. I you know, I've I've looked at the pictures in it and I've kind of skimmed it. But can you talk a little bit, Yvonne, about chapter five and why that was really important? This is the sexiety chapter. Well, actually, actually, I might I might answer that one because I wrote that chapter. Oh, okay. And, and basi- okay. Yeah, basically, the focus of that chapter is really about discussing um, the impact that religious organisations and the pharmaceutical industry have had on the way that women and the way that our society perceives and understands women's bodies and women's sexuality. And you know, I, I'm pretty sure I clearly show in that chapter that you know the information and the teaching that these organizations, the religious organizations and the pharmaceutical industry are putting out there about our bodies and our sexuality isn't really to support us to be independent, liberated, self-loving human beings. And I I firmly believe, and I believe there's a lot of proof out there to show that they're really supporting us to have a lot of low self-esteem with regards to our body image, which puts us in a place where we need to be dependent on them for um, our self-worth. And, you know, the pharmaceutical industry is definitely focused on getting us to a place where we're fully dependent on them for treatment plans, to be taking drugs on a regular basis to try and fill our voids that we could be filling from within ourselves rather than needing an external drug to fix it. You know, it reminded me, what you're saying reminds me of this ad that recently uh, was out, and it was a vaginal douching ad, and it said something like, um, you'll get raises, you'll you'll be better at work if you douche before you go in or something. (laughs) Did you guys see that ad? 
I've seen ads like it, and that, that's that's a perfect example of what I'm talking about. You know, the, this constant bombardment of, of, you know, putting our bodies down, putting our genitals down, putting our sexuality down to the point where we actually start to believe those insane ads to be truthful. Hmm. Yes, yes. So uh, anything else you want to add about the book? Anything that you really want people to know? I know that also the website is in Australian dollars, so if for anybody from the U.S. ordering, there is a difference. It does convert, so it's a little bit less. Is that correct? I'm not sure. Yeah, that's right. So Amer- the American dollar is less than the Australian, so when when you go onto the website, just be aware that it's Australian dollars, and when you actually purchase it, it will be less than American. Okay, great. And then it's a pretty heavy book, so, you know, you're getting, this is like a really, um, you know, you guys have poured, what, three years of work into it. It's a hard copy. Everything is in color. I mean, it is just packed full of information and really great, I think, for any woman out there. This is another tool if you are dealing with, you know, accepting and loving your genitals. Like, this is another tool is viewing real genitals. Nothing in this book has been airbrushed. Um, and that, that this can actually be a healing tool for a lot of people. So I also want to point that out. We only have a couple more minutes. Anything else that you want to say about the book or two women out there? Um, we'll go very quickly because we only have like two minutes. So, Andrew, uh, yeah, we'll go probably, I think the other thing I'd like to mention is the anatomy and physiology chapter that has some, some amazing information about the internal clitoral the internal clitoral structures of women's genitals. Now, there's a lot of information that was removed from um, textbooks in the Victorian era when they realised that women didn't need to have an orgasm to become pregnant. So they removed information about the internal structures of the clitoris. And a lot of textbooks today still have not put that information in because those parts of the women's, women's clitorises are only there for pleasure. And in a society that's a religious folk, has a religious focus, sex is really about procreation, not about pleasure. Um, So the information in that anatomy and physiology chapter is without doubt 100% important for women to know this stuff about themselves. I mean, men know about their bodies, and I guarantee you that if women get this book, they will be completely blown away by the information in the anatomy and physiology chapter Mm -hmm. about their own bodies. What he's saying what is they true. Don't I agree. The, cl- the parts of the clitoris are missing. A lot of parts of our arousable anatomy, yeah. our pleasurable anatomy, are missing from most textbooks. Yvonne, anything yeah. you want to add um, that you want people to know before we head out? I just say this book, our intention with the book is that it's, it's created. It could be a gift for, for men and women, for fathers and sons, mothers and daughters, for therapists to share with their clients. Um, hopefully one day we may see it in part for school curriculum that, as I said before, it's a, it's a complete journey in itself. And mm-hmm. For women, treat yourself. Mm. Leela, a few seconds. Anything you want to add? Um, I'm just really thrilled that I had an opportunity to be part of the book, and I'm glad that there's a conversation there and chapter on sex education because that's an area near and dear to my heart, and people will be hearing more from me about that in the future. Great. I've had a great time on Sex with Jaya. Thank you to Thank my guests, you. Andrew, Yvonne, Thank and you. Lisa, for being on the show. Thank you. Thanks Thanks so sure much. to join us next week. More Sex Bye. with Jaya. Bye. You have been listening to Sex with Jaya. For more, you'll have to tune in next Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 
4 p.m. Pacific Time to the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, make it the best weekend ever with tips you've learned from today's show. Thanks again for joining us.